Hey, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 65th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything that's important to us, to you, the world, and nothing is off the table. In this episode, we're talking all about the history of prostitution. But before we dive deep into that subject, we have a couple of questions to ask you. First, have you subscribed to Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and all the other platforms that we're on? If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to WokenFree.com and subscribe away, guys. We really greatly appreciate your support of the show. Second, have you shared an episode recently? If not, this might be quite the episode to share, so please share, share, share away. Next, if you haven't hollered at us on social media and you have a dying question that you want to ask us, you can easily find us on Woken Free on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And then lastly, if you're interested in committing more to like giving us a review of the show, we would greatly appreciate your feedback on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, all the platforms we're on. Again, you'll find all that information on WokeAndFree.com. Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week, we shared, if you could take away an emotion, what would that be from humanity? This week, we are sharing, what is our favorite weather? Really, Khalil? Okay. Uh, Yeah, we never mentioned it. I was surprised. (laughs) Favorite weather. Uh, You know, my family's from Jamaica, so I definitely love uh, nice hot weather. Uh, You know, shout out to 86 degree weather, particularly. And uh, personally, I would add that in in addition to heat, I don't like the humidity, uh, aka New York uh, heat. And, and I also don't like weather that's very like bug intensive. So anything that's hot, not a lot of humidity and very little bug activity. That's, that's where I live at That's in my mind. And hopefully some, some point in my life. <laughs> How about you? Yeah. My favorite weather is definitely the desert. That's what I would say. Okay. Arabian night. Very <laughs> nice, very hot and nice. dry, <laughs> no humidity. And guess what? You don't have your bugs there either. You just have lizards to play with. I don't know if there aren't bugs in the desert. Anyone in Woken Free Nation, guys, if you've been to the desert recently, please tell us if there are bugs. Because I've never been to a desert desert like that, so I I wouldn't know. And I think you're just assuming. Wow. Are you really thinking I'm assuming that? You don't think I was born in a desert? Okay. So we're going to keep this (laughs) moving. There's Uh, a reason I like the desert. Exactly. Shout out to Marsha. Uh, <laughs> uh, Good one. First question on uh, on the docket is: When did prostitution actually begin? Dot dot dot. Well, it actually probably began with the beginning of the first civilization, mm-hmm. according to historyonthenet.com. Ancient Mesopotamian people actually partook in what they call sacred marriage and possibly sacred prostitution. Well, sacred marriage, it's basically involved the high priestess having sex with either the high priest or the king of the land of the days. Wow. And that was done, I think, to, like, give them good crops. It was, it was something like that. Because everything was about the crops back in the day. You know, that was a big thing, keeping it's that crazy. agriculture up. They had to make sure that all the crops were fruitful and they could eat. 
So that was definitely a thing that happened, that's for sure. Now, the other thing that is, is kind of debated is sacred prostitution. You know, historians aren't sure if this is actually true, but according to Herodotus, a Greek historian, every Babylonian woman would have to at least once in her life visit the temple of Ishtar Inanna and agree to sex with any male. The oh. male must give money in any amount that goes directly to the temple, and then they proceed to have sex after oh. that, you know, exchange. However, Herodotus is an unreliable reporter, so scholars debate the authenticity of this practice. Phenomenal. So we don't really know if the that sacred prostitution happened, but the sacred marriage really was a thing. Okay. The high priestess doing stuff. Well, according to New World Encyclopedia, which, again, guys, you can find all our research on WokenFree.com so that you can dive deep and get entertained and educated all at once on WokenFree. And so just to, like, back things up first, let's just define what prostitution is, just in case anyone wanted, you know, clarification on that. It is described as sexual intercourse in exchange for remuneration. So, you know, the legal status varies in different countries. Sometimes it's punishable by death uh, to, to complete legality. A woman who engages in sexual intercourse with only one man for support can be defined as a mistress. This is a very interesting definition and not normally considered prostitute. And then also it's been described, and you mentioned this, as the world's oldest profession. Uh, there is evidence, I think it, yeah, they based on kind of what you're saying, uh, similar to what New World Encyclopedia says, earlier forms of prostitution involved the sacred prostitution. Uh, and then also like, uh, kind of religion condone like not really condoning it and kind of punishing people for it. So I guess well, just, except for the really early civilizations yeah, where it was the, a part of yeah, it, whereas, yeah, <laughs> where sex was on the docket basically for getting things done. But They're ultimately, like, it's time for that sex. I think based on what we've discovered is that this crap is old <laughs> and it really goes back. And uh, I think the problem with history when you go too far back is documentation right like yeah who, that makes it a little rough yeah. and who's the historian reporting on exactly. it exactly what, so what were their motives you know stuff like that because what's interesting is we've never seen any of the evidence like all we yes. can say is what other historians other have thought, said thought, yeah. about the evidence that they saw which was interpreted either yeah. way there was an interpretation and we're just hoping that their interpretation was correct like we don't have the physical uh, I guess, journals and diary entries yes. of these brothel houses that existed long, long ago. Well, yeah, I mean, who would want to write about that, especially if you were, like, forced to do it? You know, it's well, uh, but that's Well, that's the thing. Not all of it was even forced. Some of it was just kind of like, it, there was, it was actually a status symbol to be a prostitute. But I mean, you always, societies. Have to, you always have to question whether someone wants to engage in something like that. Right? You can say and, that, but, yeah. but but I mean, some of these women, well, I'll go into it later, but some of these women were the most educated in their society. So, I mean, mm -hmm. if they wanted to or not, they were at least educationally at the top of the chain in terms of women. Because, gotcha. you know, women were mistreated throughout history and still are. But mm -hmm. even back then, it seemed like the prostitutes had more going for them, actually, than other women who were just like, I don't know, uh, married and not prostitutes. Kind of like they were like... They had more. Well, They're more know, part of an elite. You could use the term geisha. No, because, yeah, yeah. and that's... People make that assumption a geisha is not a prostitute at all. Yeah. The movie kind of like it made it murky waters. That, but it's like, not. Yeah. They were... Geisha were simply entertainers. I mean, I don't want to say... I'm not going to say that. 
I'm, I should even say, I was, I was going to say, I'm not going to say they're strippers because they're not anything like that. <laughs> they're more like, it'd be more like they're singers on our, on the stage, like performers, so just Mariah like that. Carey. Yeah, just, they were just that. <laughs> okay. And they, they can play instruments at the same time. They were just entertainers. Yeah, that movie seemed really... I know, they tried to imply stuff, but that's wrong. There's a, I, there was another name for the actual prostitutes of ancient Japan that actually gotcha. were, pro- they were straight up prostitutes. That's okay. what they did. It was like Orisha. I, I don't remember the name exactly. But mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, gay share are not prostitutes, though. Let's get that straight. Mm-hmm. Now, well, one other thing I'd like to say, since you mentioned legality, was that in in USA, at least, the only place it's actually legal is certain counties in Nevada. True. That's, that's all I'll, I'll say on that. It's not. Otherwise, it's illegal throughout our country. Well, yeah, absolutely. And that's, and that's <laughs> you know, we'll talk about that. But that, that's. Know you know part of the issue and the fact that like it's illegal yet it's still happening i i probably would assume in every state i mean again it depends on how the le- the law in every state and county whatever treats when those people get women or men or any other pronoun you use to describe yourself are uh kind of arrested and and what happens with that but uh it's, it's interesting why do you think prostitution is still around Okay, so actually, uh, just to like harp on, just if people are interested in understanding the t- six different types of prostitutes uh, or prostitution that is out there, you can totally learn about that by clicking on WokenFree.com. The Business Insider article link is available for you to check out. Personally, I think prostitution exists for the following reasons. People are pigs. Uh, People are (laughs) sexually unhappy. People will do whatever they can do when there's a supply and demand. They just kind of feed into the the machine. And then also people are extremely sexually frustrated. And I think some of those things, in addition to other things, maybe like, you know, curiosity and also just, I don't know, I think human beings just have a natural desire to, to be somewhat deviant in nature. Not that I'm saying prostitution is deviant, but it's like publicly quote unquote deviant from what, you know, other professions, right? You don't grow up and a six year old doesn't say, you know, I'm thinking of being a prostitute today, mom. Like you you're like, it's totally out of the realm of like doctor, lawyer, teacher, artist. Like it's, it's a way to stick it to your parents. I mean, yeah, I think the sex industry is definitely something that you would... It would there's shock your some, family members. Yeah, there's, yeah, some, yeah. there's some people that get into it for that. They definitely want to... I mean, to... it could also be shocking to tell someone you want to be a nun. So, I mean, so people like some that people do that too. shock factor kind of career. So I'm a nun. You know, where, you know, God bless you. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Why but, do you think it's still around? Uh, I have a couple of reasons. I think the first is people like escapism. They want to escape from their life somehow, so... Mm. Prostitution is a way to do that for the clients and for the actual employee. True. I guess that's what you, I don't know what you call or like you whatever. mean the Johns and then the prostitute. the Janes. Well, what do the they John, call the prostitute? The John is the guy who's using. Yeah, but what's the prostitute called? The prostitute. Employee? The prostitute. She's a freelancer, I believe. I mean, no, most of them have. <laughs> well, pimps. she well she works for the pimp, but I mean, but she's not giving like a W nine. I mean, it's like <laughs> if you're in Nevada, you are in the third county, you are at the Bunny oh, Ranch okay. to the to the pimp or the state. I mean, I well, he's not a pimp per se. He's because he's actually an employer, I mean, so he wouldn't be called a pimp owner or something. Yeah, yeah, he owns a brothel house, the Bunny Ranch. And then they guess. Wow, that's crazy. If you put prostitute on your W nine, that's wild. No, you put sex worker. Oh, do they have that category? No, of course oh, not. Oh, okay. <laughs> you put other in then. Oh, and then you fill it in. Yeah, and oh, maybe you fill like it in. This is like other category situation. Like, I do okay. a good deed for, I do a good public service Happy deed. ending. Oh, that's what it is, public service. <laughs> oh, no. A public oh, servant. 
aren't like social workers. Yeah. <laughs> but they are doing a public service because they technically can't deny their customer. Uh, or actually, I don't know. This is going down. I won't a really get into bad that. Yellow brick road, yeah, guys. you'd have to figure out who they can deny. But all right, the other is mm-hmm. the other. I think is it doesn't require trained skills. You're messed up. Like, let's really think That's about not it. True. <laughs> sexual. Let's think, no, but no skills are a skill though. Though, if you think about every think about every job, and then think about prostitution. Anybody can be a prostitute. But you now, still have to learn. Other jobs though. you can't. No, yeah. you don't. You can just be thrown into it. You might not be you might well, not, be, not good. be good at it. No, yeah, yeah, you might not be good. But either way, you can be a prostitute. Anybody can do it. But it doesn't retard anything. Some, it doesn't require there's no other, trained skills. There's no other job like this. I can't think of any. Except oh, if your job is to breathe air, then yeah, you can do that too. <laughs> but there's no job You're like really that. You're really messed up. But prostitution sex, is just like sexual that. abilities are a skill, man. No, but yeah, but just having sex being a prostitute isn't a skill. Anyone can do it. There's one that are better than others, of course. Some rake in the dough. If you're terrible at it, you probably won't get a lot rake of money. Rake in the dough, guys. <laughs> rake in the dough. Let's they call them like dough boys. Dough gals, you mean? <laughs> and dough boys. True. Well, you know, in the ancient civilization, they were more into the boys, actually. It's pretty crazy. Well, male prostitutes count, too. I mean, we're, we're I know, focusing we the conversation on women, but I mean, yeah, there's that's a why lot I of said them. women, men, or they, because there's other pronouns people use as well for them yeah, to describe themselves. That's true. It applies to any human being <laughs> that's selling their body. I think it also gives, like, the illusion of power. Definitely. You know, for the guys involved in it. <laughs> they like People to... involved in it, yeah. Yeah, any, any person who's involved in it, they feel that, hey, look, I can make this person do what I want. Mm. And that gives, and they don't have a sense of that in their life. So it, it kind of goes with the escapism, you know, something sort of like that. Just power, yeah, yeah subordination power, over others, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Giving you that illusion of power. I think it's also a way to relieve frustration from other areas of life. It's just like a way to blow off steam. Word. Some people go to the gym. Some people binge on food. Some people binge on Netflix. Other people binge on um, another area of life, which That's is wild. prostitution. That's, That's what I think. And then... My last reason is you can earn more than minimum wage. You're messed up because that's not even true in every <laughs> circumstance. Isn't that crazy? Yes, almost. Yeah, it is because minimum wage isn't that high. So it means that if you do one sex act, you can earn more than minimum wage in that one sex act. And it's all that's true. Like anybody, like no one's. I mean, I'm not gonna say the phrases that people say, but you know, two dollar, <laughs> whatever. No one said that's this. If that's a saying, I don't think. I mean, I don't know if that's real. That's crazy. If you only it get, might be in get other countries. Two dollars for it an might, act. Yeah, I mean. it might be no. Oh, but guess what? No, but that minimum wage is higher than the factory slaves they use. So not they, if they're being paid two dollars. No. Like, yes, it is. They get they get less well, than yeah, that. They they get paid pennies yeah. on the dollar. So. The sex the sex workers get this paid more is than a others. Rough one, man. Guys. But isn't it crazy that the sex workers can earn more than somebody even, that's like at a, a fast food restaurant? I'm not even gonna talk that's to you just, about that. <laughs> I cannot right now. No, but that's interesting. People are like, hey man, that's kinda messed up. Woken Free Nation, what are your thoughts? We <laughs> at this moment, please end the comment section. Because you didn't have to have a resume or nothing. Oh my goodness. That's what's yeah. I mean, it's an easy job to get into. What kind of resume would it even look like? I mean... You'd say, I worked this corner, I worked that corner. I don't know. <laughs> I worked with John John down the street <laughs> that I got in it's with Jake. challenging. I don't know how your resume looks. I mean, and then once you're done with it, if, like, let's say you did it for like 10 years. What do you tell your new jobs? I mean, that's kind of, I don't know. I mean, that's it's, it's all about press and PR. That's very like, awkward. You have, to, you have to spin it. You have to just kind of I was say hustling. You, you, were, you were exploring various different careers, you know, nothing really steady. And, 
You just, you got to spin that, man. And you just work that into learning communication, you know, on the street marketing, just like really (laughs) get creative. I think that the person would probably get creative if they were leaving the industry and and pursuing other venues or avenues rather. Do you think uh, we still need prostitution in our society since it's been around for such a long time? Yeah, I think it actually will stay around forever Mm. until there's like a virtual substitute and it's easily and cheaply accessible to everyone. But I still think there's going to be those people that still want that real deal. They're not going to settle for the virtual stuff. They're going to be like, give me that stuff that I can't even get easily. There's uh, there's always going to be that person like, I can't get that real stuff. Even if it's worse, like even if the virtual just brings you on a different level or whatever, there's still going to be people who want to go back to olden times. As we live in now. We live in ye oldie times. times, Really, because if this started with civilization, how much have we advanced that we're still doing the same things? Well, we're still killing people because we want to, (laughs) and we still abuse animals and people because we want to, and that's been happening for a very long time as well. So in... And I think when we when we think about the evolution of man, I think we need to really think and and be specific. The evolution of our abilities, of what we own, of what we're able to do. But has the humanity of, of man ever really evolved? No, because we're still doing things that are still described in like Bible in the Bible. So like, clearly our humanity has not moved the needle at all but our abilities and and what we in like our intentions have changed i think you know like i don't think back in the day we even thought about traveling to mars and now you know we want to do stuff like that so it's it's interesting uh i sadly agree with you though i think prostitution will be around as long as people want to have it i think that like i completely agree with jim carrey intention is everything and if people like you're saying if people intend to have the real deal i'm still stuck on that phrasing guys uh (laughs) then we will have it and actually an article on sciencenordic.com uh kind of referred to a survey of prostitution says the majority of prostitutes say their own sexuality sexual curiosity and the money are really the main reasons (laughs) they choose their line of work and if that applies to the majority of all sex workers across the world i don't necessarily know if that's the case because it gets a little bit murky when we have you know child sex workers and well, yeah, the sex trade gonna... that's a whole that's other segment of yeah that we abuse can and... that's a challenging one i don't I, to, to, to tackle because it's very upsetting to me uh but uh sexual curiosity is not going to go away anytime soon because I think it's a it's a very natural human emotion to to want to do different things with your body with people dot dot dot. <laughs> yeah, well, what are the societal effects of prostitution? Hmm. Okay. Well, I think there are many that can be named. Uh, the ones that come to my mind uh, would probably be the exploitation of the women, men, and all people involved in this. Uh, again, if you're doing this of your own volition, then that's phenomenal. Live your life and live, you know, fly your freak flag as long as you want. But if you are being forced into this and or doing this because you feel like there's no other out, then there's a form of degradation that's happening. And, uh, and then also not even to add in another complexity, but you know, the internet and filming and is there like evidence of this, you know, there's all those implications because if you are caught having sex online and stuff, that's going to that's going to trickle down into your, if, if you want to stop being a part oh, of this. Oh, you mean if there's evidence. Of yeah. 
then, you know, you try to go for another job and, you know, they're looking at you having sex. It, it gets weird. Uh, <laughs> but some people become super celebrities from it. True. And then some people just don't do anything with it, right? And they're just homeless. And so it, it, becomes, <laughs> don't say that. it becomes challenging. Uh, also, the criminalization piece of it, the government and, and criminal law does not treat the, the prostitutes and the johns and the pimps the same. Uh, sometimes the prostitutes are severely punished in a way that's not always fair because, again, to prostitute means there are other people consenting to this. So why are we not treating all three parties the same? Why are the women being or the prostitutes being criminalized in a way that and, and the Johns get, get to walk away or the pimp isn't discovered? You know, all that nonsense. So there are, like, legal implications of, like, how we view prostitutes and people in this industry and then also like even if you say okay well you know it can't be all bad natasha fine fine okay well according to cato unbound uh they kind of talked a little bit how you talked about like the legality of prostitution in parts of nevada and this is a 12 13 december 13th uh 2013 article and it says legal prostitution in nevada is not without problems uh, nevada has the highest rate of domestic violence related homicide in the u.s and that this is a couple okay, years old guys. so Here you know the, the stats could have changed and rape and sexual assault are uh, rife. Uh, women of Nevada are raped at rates that are twice those of New York, 25% higher than the U.S. average. So, again, these numbers, you know, the issue, can be The biggest issue I have with this is legal prostitution. It's not legal in the whole state of Nevada. No, they're only talking about the, the so parts they, but, that... So, does that 25% only relate to that county where the prostitution so is legal? Or is it just Unbound. Nevada? Org, and see, you can see the article. Yeah, and, I'd have to see that one, And guys. it just kind of talks about the fact that, like, the women in, in prostitution there are kind of subjected to more sexual exploitation and uh, I, I think just degradation in a way that uh, that other women aren't. So, you know, even because there is there is a movement or people you'll find online that suggests that they want to legalize prostitution. They want the women and the people involved to not get criminalized for something that, you know, all parties are quote unquote signing off on. But there are challenges, and I think there, there would need to be some support systems put in place. But those are some of the things I, I think are implications or effects on our society. What do you think, though? Just just on the to touch on the legal point, I just think it's funny that how prostitution is illegal, but uh, being on porn is legal. As long as there's a camera around, it's okay. Is it legal? Funny. Is it legalized? Yes, porn. No, porn okay. is legal. You can do that. That's fine. But prostitution is illegal, isn't that weird? Interesting. Yeah. Just hmm. because there's a can just because you share this with the world or whatever. I don't I'm not sure how Mercury yeah. gets. If there's a camera though, it's and it's considered porn, then you're okay. I don't know. That's well, then, very that, weird that, to me. Now. I mean, FYI, they're anyone... getting paid for so they're sex workers, sure. but they're not prostitutes. See how that's interesting? Well, I don't know if everyone's getting paid for porn. Sometimes don't people do that for free too? I don't, I've never heard of that. Like <laughs> I've never heard of that. Home videos? Like people. Oh, like, like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. If they did, if you make your own like yeah, tape. Yeah. yeah technically. Yeah. You didn't get again, paid for that, right? Yeah, yeah. That is, but that's actually legal though. So then FYI to anyone in the industry. <laughs> see how that weird might be that something is? you want to consider. <laughs> you if might you wanna, go into the porn industry, yeah, you, you might want to just, uh, it's a form of legal put prostitution the camera on. And then that way everyone, Ellen can get it, you know, because you don't really want to develop these like criminal records for this behavior that 
again, if you're consenting to this, everyone in the room. I guess the client would it. have to agree though too. They That's the thing. To, yeah. And I know some of them, they were like, oh, I'm not. But they can block the face, right? And yeah. it'd still be porn, right? They can right? wear a mask yeah. or whatever. Or you that know. too, yeah. They can do all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think like the effects are that it, it pretty much devalues humans, I think. It yeah. gives people a sense that, again, they have power over you is what I, I mean, that's that's what Definitely. I kind of feel that it does. And the the thing with prostitution now, I think the modern take on prostitution is it's a lot different than kind of the older takes that how prostitution used to be in um, other, other societies. So if we look at like prostitution in pre-colonial India, they had, they were called uh, Ganika. And the high-ranking ones actually had extensive knowledge of music, painting, theater, and even poetry. Interesting. According to the article Beyond the Bedroom, The Surprising History of Prostitution Around the World. Mm-hmm. Uh, another type of prostitutes in ancient Greece were the Eleutrides, I mm. think. And they were actually singers, dancers, gymnasts, and even fencers who entertained private parties and meetings. Then, then we have the Italian prostitutes, courtesans, and they were actually the best educated women of their time and actually affected politics. But I know some might argue this is currently taking place in the good old USA. Mm. <laughs> mm. Stuff like that now, prostitutes having effect on politics. <laughs> well, yes, you know, there's some people that can speak to that. We won't say whom. Yeah. But we know the deal, guys. Uh, interesting. Okay. Well, overall, since we've talked about this subject on and on, would you, what's your ultimate take on it? Do you agree with it? Don't agree with it? And why? I say as long as there's a camera's around, then there's nothing wrong with it. Because you're sharing with the world. Really, Khalil? Because <laughs> you're just doing porn. So that's the, that's so a high side you step. you support porn then. <laughs> hey, somebody's got to do it. That's that's what the that's internet your was. statement. Someone's got to do Look, it. Look, what is the internet? It's not drinking milk. <laughs> I mean, but wow. what what is the internet truly made of? It's made of cat videos and porn. I think. Whoa! If we're gonna break down the internet. <laughs> To just those two things. I wonder though, what's if you look, what's the most content on there? That's what's interesting. Google machine. <laughs> no, Google won't tell you because it won't include the dark web and everything else. I'm talking about all of the web, even the stuff that Google doesn't find and prioritize and, mm-hmm. and ranks and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Not if you go by rank sites. Yeah, they're not gonna. <laughs> they gotta censor it somewhat. But if you go by really, what's the most content that exists on servers around the globe? I don't mm. know. I mean, yeah, what else would it be besides cat videos? <laughs> what this else could win? This conversation is so disturbing. <laughs> so I say, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I wonder what prostitution, though, if, like, a lot of them start out as kind of, like, strippers and then, like, is stripper the gateway into prostitution? I think, I mean, or they're, no, di- they're definitely, fe- they're different, well, <laughs> they're different people just feeders. jump right into it? I think some people jump right into it. I think some people also, you know, there's... Some people who are, again, we don't, we're not necessarily talking about it today, but, you know, the whole child sex well, stuff. Well, yeah, that's something else being forced into, into it. it. And then growing up in it. And uh, then you stay in it. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, you know, uh, also substance abuse. Oh, yeah, abusers, true. Yeah, people can... get into it with that. Yeah. So they're different feeders into the system. Uh, 
but ultimately I think I would say I I say no <laughs> to prostitution because to me it's not really clear that everyone involved really wants to be involved. Now and I'm not talking about the Johns or the Pimps. I'm talking about the prostitutes. But themselves. you wouldn't want to make it illegal though, because then it's gonna it's the same thing as making I would drugs never make illegal. It, yeah, I would never make it illegal because <laughs> the worst thing humans when you tell them no, they go buck wild. So yeah, yeah. no, make I wouldn't it make it illegal. But I would, if I'm, if we're going to do it and it's not going away, then we've got to do it the right way. Right. So women and men and anyone involved in this, they get, you know, subsidized services. They can get the, 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 the testing to make sure that their sexual health is not impaired, that they get counseling for any type of abuse that they're dealing with. Uh, all both the, I would probably try to take away the, the, the pimp situation. <laughs> What is the future of prostitution? Ooh, so similar to our, our previous episode about like technology, I think that, or, or rather I'd say our recent episode about technology, I think technology is definitely going to have a role here in the sex industry, particularly with prostitution. And uh, to not to my surprise, on motherboard.vice.com, which you can totally get access to on WokenFree.com, John Danaher holds a PhD from University College Cork, and he actually discusses the advantages of sex robots by saying the following. There are several potential advantages of realistic sex bots over human beings. In my paper, he breaks down uh, four different categories. It's a very controversial paper. And uh, first he says sex bots might have legal advantages over humans in many countries, prostitution and its related activity, aka advertising or creation of brothels are illegal. Consequently, sex workers and their clients risk legal liability every time they engage in a transaction. At present, sex bots do not face the same kinds of legal restrictions. That said, this advantage may be temporary. Uh, many Western countries have liberalized their prostitution laws, and as the sex bot industry grows, we can expect greater legal regulation and control of it. And, you know, in the paper, he goes more and more onto it. But I just think that that technology will be an opportunity to take away some of this human degradation. I think that's taking place with prostitution. Now, I don't know what's going to happen to those women, men, and and other people that are participating in this. I, I don't know what that, you know, I'm not trying to take a job away from somebody, but I do think that if it's not good for humankind as a whole, which personally I'm more in line to say that, then I think we have to think about uh, what that would mean actually. So hopefully not more homelessness, but I don't know. Well, there's, mm-hmm. they could be go-go dancers or something. You're really not even taking this question seriously at all. I'm giving... Oh, yeah, actually, you need skill for that, so that's going to be tough. You need... Oh, jeez, So that's the problem. But I, I think the the future is going to be virtual reality. Ah. And it's going to be mixed with physical simulators, so it might not be a sex bot, but it might be a device that you wear or something. <laughs> and then with that, traditional prostitution is going to grow out of favor. This is disturbing. That's all you need. <laughs> virtual reality is going to be the way to the future you're going to put on like a suit or something and it's going to have like different pressure points yeah it's going to touch you in your naughty places in your naughty places yep (laughs) so in your no-no spot that's uh, (laughs) that's how we'll eliminate prostitution oh god have mercy on our souls (laughs) and then you can have somebody service the suit 
Exactly. Servicing the technology. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. It's time for scenarios. Scenario one. Aruna is a go-go dancer at the Big Mermaids. One of her clients tells her she can earn more if she does private bachelor parties. Aruna takes this into consideration because she is trying to pay down her college debt and buy her own home. Should she take the client up on the offer or could this be a big mistake? This is probably a question that someone is contemplating as we speak. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I've seen too many movies to, <laughs> to, to think that this oh, no. decision is ever going to work out well. <laughs> See, that's so wrong of you. Base your advice off of a movie. Listen, art that's begets so life and life begets art. That so is so bad. It is literally in the films, guys. So I would say Aruna should totally do it, what her heart and her intuition and what her mind tells her what to do. I would recommend that if she does take this person up on their offer, that she lays down some ground rules for what she needs to make this uh as enjoyable and or profitable as she wants it to be. And she probably invests in having security that's going to be present at every moment <laughs> that she's in this person's home. And that, you know, she also has like an escape plan that's very well laid out just in case things go left. I think she should definitely do it and just bring 10 of her friends. So that more people can be degraded. Yep. No, but that'll just guarantee that. Things can go smooth as planned and nothing crazy go on. Or 10 people lose their lives. I don't know. That seems, <laughs> that, is, that doesn't seem real. That seems fake. Like that just seems like a movie. 10 people. Okay. What's the likelihood? You never know. <laughs> you never know. All right. I'm seeing the brighter side of the situation, making that dolo. I'm seeing the reality of humankind and it's a dark, bleak image in front of us. <laughs> you just don't want her to stack that cheese. Oh, yeah. I'm, that's what I'm, yeah, I'm haterating. I'm, there's hateration here <laughs> against stacking cheese. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to save her soul. <laughs> and you're saying, give it away, Satan, take it all. You just want her interest <laughs> to build up. I want her to make good choices that she can live with 20 years from now, right? Sometimes, guys, we have to remember that the decisions we make now have implications 20, 30 years from now. You can't act only for now, ignoring what the future is. Because I've watched some of these documentaries with these former sex workers, and every single one of them have regret. They have regret in how they lived their lives and the decisions they made. Remember that. All right. Scenario two. Soraya listened to a friend's advice and became a member of a sugar daddy site where each member is matched with a customer that agrees to pay the member for her time. She gets her first match, which is offering a considerable sum just for the first outing. Should Soraya bail on this website, or has she found a new way to earn easy money? Do you want to advise uh, Woken Free Nation what a sugar daddy website is? <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Educate oh. and entertain. Oh, okay. It's just, so it's a website that links up females with male clients known as the daddies and they pay all these females bills they'll pay they'll, they'll just give her a stipend just for hanging out with them on occasion not even all the time mm -hmm. but oftentimes i mean sometimes these sugar daddies are actually married and they're doing this on the side so they're paying like random young women to go on like dates with them and that's mm -hmm. all it usually is it's not even about sex or anything like that if, if there's sex that's other stuff but just the sugar daddy part is Come on a date with me and I'll pay for everything. I'll pay all your bills. Mm -hmm. I'll pay for your college tuition. 
So just to have the pretty girl spend time with them, kind of. Yeah, thing. to okay. get a side yep. piece. That's I what guess. I uh, gathered from my research on on that previously as well. So I would say uh, she, Soraya, should do it if that's what she feels like she will not regret that decision 10, 15, 20 years from now. So is it an easy way for her to make money? Yeah, probably, depending upon what she's asked to do. And I don't think that the, I think you are right in that the sugar daddy sites, I don't think they're promoting sexual activity, but I don't know if they're also preventing (laughs) that, you know, the prostitution as well. So, you know, again, if you could live with that decision and you and you're comfortable with what you're being asked to do, have at it. If not, then your pride and your dignity, there's no cost for that and you can never put a cost to it. So, make a decision. What do you think? Um, she's got to go with her gut feeling, I would say. If she feels that this is weird and maybe it's just too much money even compared to what her friend was saying, maybe there's something there's a catch or something, so maybe she should wait, hold off or something. Or wait for a different member. I don't know. Interesting. It's... That's your answer. So the other girl yeah. should go right into the flames of fire. This one should think more closely. <laughs> Fascinating. Girl. Yeah, because this is not because this is a stranger though. She has no. She has no like nothing to go on. This person. Mm. That other. The other situation. She that was a client of hers, and she's probably seen that person a lot of times, and okay. maybe has built up some type of trust. But this is a complete stranger. That's offering you a boatload of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. That's just, it could be so a red stranger flag. stranger danger alert for you. Yeah, okay. if it's way above the average that you even see, then there's something wrong. What if Sarai's a very beautiful woman? <laughs> With a very interesting name. That you better make that money, girl. Hey, you said work, 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 work. Because she doesn't have to work that much. She just got to pretend to have fun on the date. That's all it is. That's what you think it is. <laughs> I mean, that's all. That, that, that better all... It, it better not be anything more than that. Mm, mm, She's going to mm. sue the website then. Take it down. I'm sure they already have... Uh, Things in place? Yeah, yes. right. That, I mean, well, court, well, I don't know. That'd be rough. I, I don't know what would happen in that situation. I don't they know. better be careful, yeah. though. Oh, gosh. Careful running them sugar daddy sites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Scenario three. Alice was feeling lonely for the past six months since breaking up with her girlfriend. She decides to peruse ways to meet with new people... And it somehow led to an escort website. Do you think this is the best way for her to meet people? Or will she be in for the surprise of her life with their new acquaintance? Did you just say go through an escort website? Yeah, she didn't. She doesn't know what an escort is. Oh, wow. So she's going to get real educated real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah, she just... She, she was looking for oh, meetup hi. sites, and then she got put onto this escort website. Oh, that's sad. And this is a nice dressed up one, of course. It's not it's, uh, it's oh, hard to tell. that's sad for Alice. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I think she definitely will be sur- get a surprise of her life. Uh, I don't know if it's a good lesson that she's going to learn, <laughs> but it's going to be a lesson nonetheless. <laughs> Uh, you know, there's always value to meeting new people and uh, <laughs> experiencing new things. Uh, I don't always know if it's the best lessons. Like I said, I think there's no mistakes or failures in life, just lessons. Some you enjoy more than others. And in this case, I don't know if she's going to be able to meet the love of her life. It depends. If you can, if the love of your life is someone who could be an escort, then sure. <laughs> <laughs> if the love of her life is not someone that could be an escort, then no, this will be a, a bit of a wash. So, 
she, unfortunately, if she doesn't, yeah, if she doesn't do her due diligence and learn and look up escorts and, like, you know, get Im- information that she most likely will go forward and then be sadly disappointed. But here's what the interesting is. The escort, if you look at it just by definition, it's almost like what the sugar daddy yep. is. Similar. That's the funny so thing. Similar. Yep. But it's it's really just a euphemism for prostitutes, though. Most escorts are actually prostitutes in disguise. It's a mm-hmm. way that they can get by. and It's a way that they can advertise their services and still kind of like fly under the radar a mm-hmm. little bit. Now people know what most escorts do, but... Escort is technically supposed... You're, you're only supposed to pay for their time. Yeah. So they do get paid either way for their time, and that's considered okay. But you cannot pay them for sex on the books. That's what it said. But yeah. you can pay them for their time. That's fine. So that's that's what's weird about the we escort situation. We live in such a morally bankrupt world. It's <laughs> you gotta like, play these tricks to get around the law. I know. It's very interesting. Hmm. Well, uh, so you... But you think that she should do it then? Uh, yeah. She's gotta find out what this is about. <laughs> See it for so herself. no stranger danger alert here. No, definitely not. Because this escort okay. has to advertise their services, so they're not that strange. I mean, I don't, I don't know how escorts end weird. up. Could be weird. You never know. Because I, I wondered. I don't know if that happens. If like there's a picture of the escort and then you meet them and yep. it's it's a different gender. And it's uh, Dahmer. <laughs> it's Dahmer, and he's ready to kill. She you. meets yeah. the escort and it's actually a man. Yeah. It's not the woman of her dreams. Exactly. <laughs> so, so that's what's kind of weird. Like I don't know. It's possible they could get. They could. They maybe they catfish people too. Escorts. Yes. I don't know. Anything is possible. They could. But I, I I would just hope that this escort website is on the up and up. Indeed. (laughs) (laughs) We are at that time again. It's coming to the end of our 65th episode of Woke and Free. Really, Khalil? Really, Natasha? This was quite the episode (laughs) talking about the history of prostitution and the implication it has in our society. I hope you guys listening are truly riveted. You were educated, you were entertained, and you've shared your thoughts with us on the comment section on WokenFree.com. Now, will I leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about? Drum roll, please. On our next episode, we'll be talking about whether love is transactional. Or can you love without it being transactional? Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you would like to be a guest on the show, please submit a topic for an upcoming episode on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. That is W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. Again, also feel free to holler at us on social media Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. You can find all our social media handles on WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do. Share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time.